Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The summer is around the corner. The weather is warming up. And what I'm actually out here doing, I'm running the stairs. I'm running around the lake that I live by. I'm trying to work out and get in shape and feel good and feel healthy and feel sexy heading into the summer. And I'm working a little bit harder. And for me, you know, what I use is Active. And it's not just some basic fitness app. What Active is, it's like a unique fitness experience. It's working to change the way people work out by combining the motivational guidance of a trainer. So it feels like you have a trainer, but also the amazing music that you love. I know when I work out, I'm always moved by music and it changes my mood and, and how hard I work out goes with that. And, it, and this app doesn't just use those kind of corny, canned, royalty-free tracks. It's really the music that you love. And it even has an, an health kit integration, so you can track your progress and access all your workout data in the health app. In the health app, all you gotta do is go to Aptive, A A P T I V dot com to get started, and you get a 30-day free trial when you sign up for a monthly subscription using the promo code Magic. So go to Aptive, A A P T I V dot com to get started. Just because we're magic doesn't mean we're not real. Real, 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 real. What's poppin', what's poppin', what's poppin'? Welcome back to Ball Girl Magic, episode seven. <laughs> wow. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I told that to, uh, 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 uh. Um, <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. That is, that is the official 2017. I'm hard shaking. What's going on? <laughs> Are you Harlem shaking? Because I'm Harlem shaking. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, good people? This your girl, Yvonne Orgy and Ross Golden Wooday. That's right, and we are back. Thank you so much for sticking with us the last seven episodes. We we in here. We having fun, and I hope you guys are having fun listening. Uh, so, Roz, what's the problem, man? Yo, the playoffs are cracking. What you got? You know what? It was just game one of the Western Conference Finals. Warriors, Spurs. I'm there working it. Warriors come back from being down as much as 25 points to beat the Spurs. Obviously, there's drama on the court because you lose. The Spurs lost Kawhi Leonard in the third third quarter with the ankle injury. He left the game. Warriors come running back, but I feel like the I feel like the real drama was before the game, Yvonne. Um, what happened? <laughs> oh, do I need to get my tea? Do I need to sip this? I mean, you might need some tea. I mean, you know, people say Coach Pop, Greg Popovich of the Spurs, they say he's super woke. And basically, when he was, you know, doing his normal pregame press conference, he put a lot of shade on Donald Trump. And without ever having to say his name, he never even mentioned Trump's name. It was super shade. It was hella. It so was he hella Meryl Streep her? Did he Meryl <laughs> Streep her? Remember when Meryl Streep did the same thing at the, uh, was it the Oscars last year? Uh, fill me in. She dedicated her whole speech. She dedicated her whole speech to like trashing Trump oh. without ever even saying his name. But go ahead. Oh no, absolutely. That's what it was. It was. It was a little. It was super shady. And and he said basically, for those of you who weren't following, 
He said, I feel like there's a cloud over the whole country. He described it as a paranoia. It's surreal these times. And he said, <laughs> he said the way someone carries himself, <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing. And he said, mm. for this individual, it's a game show. And, and it, it really feels listen. that way. <laughs> it's so, I mean, he, literally, he's still telling people you're fired. He, was, he, he did that to the to, to Comey. He's done that to... I, Plan. Plan. He's done that to half the people on his staff, and he he's only been there for like 112 days. Like, dude, you, you're single-handedly increasing the unemployment rate like as president, like single-handedly. And actually, you know, for me, during lunch breaks or whatever, like, it's been great entertainment you know i find myself i can't get off twitter i can't i just sometimes when i'm bored i just search trump because i just want to see what's this circus bringing in next like what's what is the clown show going on right now and i mean it's entertaining but at the same time it's frightening because this is the real world and like and it's like nothing matters like it's like every day it's increasingly inappropriate and and unconstitutional i mean today Today it comes out the Washington Post dropped a bombshell basically saying that he revealed highly classified intel to Russian mm. officials. He mm. didn't, you know, he, when in that time when he d did not allow any American press in, he had Russian mm. press there, he was meeting with the Russians, talking with the Russians. It has been now reported in this report, according to their so sources, that Trump was giving away really important information and in a way that it was almost like he was bragging about uh, bragging trying to show off how much he knows and this and that and he ended up oversharing you know it's and, and they were concerned because it was almost like he doesn't even realize how serious you don't even the know. consequences are we don't even know? know what the serious information he's given like he's thinking nuclear codes that's fine like i'm just sharing with my friend here and it's just like no dumb dumb what's crazy is it's like the problem is too many people are treating trump like entertainment right and it's like no right. at some point somebody should be like no no no, stop this foolishness because this dude's about to get us all killed like stop this like <laughs> at some point it should be like we got to take responsibility and i get it republicans i get it you all are a tight-knit crew and y'all stick by your man but it's like no at some point, you guys should have a conscience and look up and be like, yo, this dude is trash. Like, even we wouldn't stoop to these levels. Like, right. at this point, it doesn't even do you that good to be associated with him because it's, it's, not, it's not ending well for you. And I think that's what people no. don't understand. Like, Republicans, the Republicans are like that girl in a, in, a, in, a, in a poor relationship that keeps coming back. Dude, it's <laughs> just like, stop. <laughs> It's, a, it's an abusive relationship. It's like, real talk, nobody's safe. Like, I, I think he's shown you that, like, he can get rid of whoever he wants. So you trying to be loyal to a, to a dude that's not, that's not even trying to claim you, like, at all. And, like, the, the, you all are doing so much damage control for him that he goes on Lester Holt. In one second, undoes everything that y'all try to do. He was just like, nah, I, I ain't need nobody giving me uh, advice. No, nah, I make my own decision on who I... It's like, no! Mr. President, we just spent the whole morning trying to convince the American people that, like, you had intel. Ah, oh, this is some foolishness. So it's just like, he's frustrated. He's undermining your own ability to work. It's, it's he does not care, Yvonne. Like, I'm telling you, like, sometimes I literally just... I don't follow Donald Trump, but I will sometimes go to his account just to see what he's tweeting. Like... I'm like, let me see what's amusing today. And it's like, why are you spending more time tweeting, Mr. President? 
Why? I'm telling you, and it's so inappropriate. It's so inappropriate. It's so selfish. It's actually Pop. Greg Popovich was really right when he said, "For this individual, it's a game show. It's all about him. It really is." And like all this attention that comes for an egomaniac, it's it's food. You know, it's drugs. It's he can't get enough of it, whether it's good or it's bad, and he will undermine anyone. I, you know what? I was actually reading a cool piece, um, also by the Washington Post. And it was basically saying how, like, Trump, he burned, the people who get burned throughout his career as a businessman, now as president, whatever, he has gone through bankruptcy, scandals, basically has come out unscathed. He is what he is, we accept him, whatever, but they're all the people that work with him are the ones that get hurt. And and they pointed out how Flynn got hurt. They pointed out how mm. Conway, Kellyanne Conway, you know, is embarrassed. Bannon, Spicer, people are talking <laughs> about Spicer might get fired. He's become Ew. a joke. Joke, Spicer can't get work after this, it's over. And Comey, Comey basically got him the election. He fired him. He's loyal Dude. to no one, but he asks but he asks for your loyalty. But he's loyal his, to no one. His theme song but himself. Is, These presidents ain't loyal. Like I'm telling you. He's not loyal. Well, here's here's what here's what bothers me. Like for real. Like if what I bothers you? that chick, what President bothers you? Obama went through <laughs> eight years. Like eight, eight. The biggest scandal he had was when he made corny jokes at like the Easter egg hunt or partying the turkey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Doing Thanksgiving and Sasha Malia was like, "Dad, stop this!" Or his like dad jeans. Like his fashion style <laughs> maybe was probably like the biggest faux pas that this dude had yet and still folks was coming after him like he didn't go to harvard like he didn't marry like the dopest smartest most educated chick i like right right you know what I mean? like like you coming after him like he didn't do it's like you set the bar high and you're like okay to be present you got to do this that and third cool 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 cool. i got that plus and then some and then you're like mm, no, no 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 it's still not good enough now to be president you don't even have to be qualified hey insert yeah. trump and the thing is like every there there's this um i think there's this twitter twitter feed that's dedicated to like highlighting all of Trump's tweets when President Obama was president <laughs> that now pertain to him as president. So like he called like he was like, oh, the president is the most incompetent man. Like clearly you don't need smarts to be president. And it's like, hmm, my how your words are so fitting. Like it's just like, no, they were actually false for President Obama, but they're accurate for you. It's like he premonitioned his own destiny. <laughs> like, right. Right. Like he prophesied right. his own incompetence to be president. So I don't want to spend too much time on Trump. I know. I'd rather I want to just highlight of all the crazy stuff Trump has done. I want to highlight the amazing thing President Obama did. Like first up, universal health care for better or for worse. You could say whatever, but more people were insured under Obama than without. Um, okay. So okay. I'm with that. I'm um, with that. I got one. I like. I even. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we all know that the divorce rate in a. Go ahead. What? I was gonna say. I even like the way Obama um, has handled himself in the breakup from the U.S. I mean, he's really living his best life. I mean, Oprah is so proud of him. He took her. He said, "I'm gonna live my best life right now." 
So, I mean, I just there's just so much good that Obama has done. I mean, not only did he do universal health care, but like his relationship with Michelle was just goals, goals. on so many levels. Like <laughs> hashtag all the goals. Please take them. Take it to like is it goal like soccer? <laughs> like, you know, on um Telemundo, like all the goals. Because here's the thing, the divorce rate we all know is like fifty percent. Okay, great. But then it's just like y'all were able to weather all the storms that the Republicans threw at you, that life threw at you, and y'all stuck to it. And then like, like y'all did it in the most real way ever. Like even when the girls uh they got an award or whatever, like you know, the top top teens in America and Michelle was like, What 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 are they the top teens for? Because they live in the White House? Mm-mm, they don't deserve this. And it was just like, how you gonna take an is, award away from your kids? Yvonne, just, is, is is Michelle quietly a Nigerian mother or or not? No. <laughs> but she, but, I mean she is from Southside. I feel like the South Side of Chicago and South Side of Lagos, they come together and you know they make it happen. There's an intersection. There's an intersection. A, a common ground. A common ground. There's a common ground because Nigerian mothers be like, so so are we supposed to be happy because you got what 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 that was? Like I told I told my mom, like I you know, like things are happening now for me and I'm like, hey mom, this good thing is happening. She's like, is that is that good? I'm like, I can't even share it with you because I, yeah, it's good, mom. It's good. Okay, right, well, right. if you said so, or, I'm like, dang. Or when you do, when you do do something good, it's it'll be held against you later in a conversation. <laughs> like, like my dad, anything I'll try to do, he'd be like. So you think I'm impressed because you have a degree <laughs> from Stanford? You the one who told me to go. You, you told me to go. Why, I, Dad? This is a conversation about dinner. This has nothing to do with Stanford. Like, where are you bringing us up from? Like, Listen, the, the Nigerian <laughs> slash Southside parenting theme song is "Sit Down, Be Humble." Okay. Okay. Kendrick Lamar, all day. They they don't care. We don't care about your achievements. I wish uh, Sasha or Malia would be like, but Mom, I'm doing good things. They like we went to Harvard. If you don't sit down, <laughs> you don't be sit humble. You are gonna see uh, what you call it, Kendrick Lamar at uh, traditional weddings near you, like <laughs> coming in and yeah. performing. But All right. wait, I can oh, only wait. imagine. Did you? I don't know if you saw. Did you? Did you see Southside with you? The no, the you movie know, about you know about their my movies. I'm just I'm terrible. still trying to catch up. I just was, saw, I just saw Get Out last week. Uh, Man, you you need to get out for that. You just need to get out because you clearly you were in the sunken place, Roz. You I was, was in the sunken place. <laughs> I was watching the movie and, and every watching the movie, I was like, oh my god, so many memes make sense now. Like, oh my goodness, you are. I'm so done. Like God bless. Hey, Bulgar Magic fans, please pray for Roz. She been on the sidelines, so like she been following the team. She don't even know what day of the week it is. She just knows stats. So it's not her fault. Don't blame you know, her. I, I I be in my basketball and sports <laughs> news. And actually, I got another sports topic for you if you if you're interested. Wait, wait. I gotta share this. This was not. I don't, I, go I, ahead, I, go I, ahead. I don't know if I told you about this, but I, because I know you're such a ball player, my friend sent me the <laughs> replica jersey that Monica Wright wore in Love and Basketball. That's a good friend. Yeah. That's, that's, the jo- that's it said Crenshaw on the front, number 32, and then right on the back. Let me tell you right now, I am feeling like the ultimate ball player. Like, I might take Spalding to the spring formal. Like, I was just like you know what I'm saying? Like, all, like my life just got got. I had to share that because I was like, yo, Roz would appreciate this. You've been on that's the sidelines. 
<laughs> I mean, I know you was a for real ball player, and I mean, I kind of ball, but now I feel really legit. I feel no, really official right now. That that is a good friend who got you a gift that you could really love and appreciate because Yvonne, I think you love loving basketball <laughs> than some of my best basketball playing friends. In fact, if you were not a witness to Ball Girl Magic pilot season opening episode one, <laughs> Yvonne actually knew the words <laughs> to the script better better than than she did. Who was he talking to? Yeah, Gabrielle Gabriel Union. Union. Yeah. Better than Gabrielle Union did. You was we played a game where we was like, guess the line. <laughs> and, and she was, was like, did I say that? I was like, girl, that was you. You said that in the car where that was she's like, okay, girl, calm down. I was like, right. you on the set. That movie right. and what's funny is I just recently met the um the 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 character the actors or actress who plays Sid and she's mad cool. She still looks like Sid and if you remember if you don't, yeah. don't remember who it is she's the one who was like never let a freshman take your spot but then and her friend was like don't be mad mom she's just mad because she's bow-legged <laughs> i'm sorry i could quote that movie for days if, yo if y'all are a true love and basketball fan please hashtag ball girl magic hashtag love that uh love and basketball and tell us your favorite quote from the movie i cannot wait to read these tweets but yeah, anyway favorite quote when it comes to that time of the month, the last thing that I want to have to worry about is my tampons. And Lola tampons takes all of the worry out of the equation. First of all, they get us, they get women. It's founded by women for women. And they really do a great job of making it convenient for you. Like for me, they deliver it right to your door. It's a cute little box. It personalizes my box to have the right variety for my needs, like how my flow is or what I need. And, and also, it's 100% cotton, it's not irritating, BPA free, it leaves me worry free about what I'm putting in my body. And for people who are using it, Lola's subscription is super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel at any time. And for people who are listening to Ball Girl Magic, we've got a cool offer for you. For 60% off on your first order of Lola tampons, visit mylola.com and enter ball, B-A-L-L, -L, when you subscribe. That's mylola, M-Y-L-O-L-A dot com, promo code ball. Stop tugging at your bra straps and second guessing your size. It's time to put fit first with Third Love. Third Love uses women's real measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that fit better and are more comfortable. They offer sizes from double A to G, as well as their exclusive half cup sizes. Just answer a few simple questions online and Third Love will recommend a bra in the right size and style for you. And now Third Love is offering you a chance to try one of their perfect 24-7 bras free, free for 30 days. Just pay $2.99 for shipping and you're on your way to a perfect fit. You'll get to really live in this bra. Feel free to wash it, wear it all day. You might even forget that you're wearing it. If Third Love isn't your new favorite bra, just return it or exchange it for free. Go to thirdlove.com slash ball now to get your perfect third love bra and try it for 30 days. That's thirdlove.com slash ball to try your new favorite bra for free. Thirdlove.com slash ball. But you know what? Who You know who loves more than loving basketball? You know who loves hard is daggone Mr. Ball. He loves Lonzo. his children. 
He loves oh, his gosh. children. Yep. He sure does. He's got a he's got a, a strong way of showing that look. You know what? Lavar Le- <laughs> Lavar Ball might be a Nigerian father. No, okay. Yo. Uh, <laughs> he no, he's a Nigerian dictator. That's what he yeah, is. That's he's, what he is. That's what. He, and actually, today, so today, Ramon, Ramona Shelburne, uh, ESPN writer, all this and that, um, wrote a really great piece. I think I met Ramona. Isn't it, did I text you and told you I, I met Ramona? She's your friend? No? Did I lie? Am I lying? Okay. I'm not sure, but she's a blonde lady? Nope. Play, definitely play middle. Okay. All right. Whatever. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. I'm just trying to relate to you, Roz. I think I met Ramona. Nope. Ramona Quimby? No, that's, that was a bug. Okay. You just, never mind. You just, out, you just out here name dropping. You was like, I didn't <laughs> I'm trying to be cool. <laughs> hey, you ain't got to lie. <laughs> I, I don't have to be Bow Wow. I don't have to be Bow Wow. Oh, we, we get to that later. Never oh, mind. my God. That was your Bow Wow challenge. You was like, <laughs> that was <laughs> He was like, yeah, so I read this remote, this uh, ESPN article by Ramona. Lies. Yeah, okay. Ba- hashtag Challenge. Okay. All right. <laughs> but, but, but this is in full respect, though, to Ramona Shelburne, friend to the show. She's awesome. She wrote probably the most insightful piece so far into who Lonzo Ball actually is. And also, we learned for the first time about his family, including his mother and her current c- condition. Now, before I actually jump into the, the full depth of the article, we found out so much about Lonzo. We found about his personality. We found about his mama. Within the article, we also found out about LeVar's game, his bars, his pickup lines. <laughs> basically, <laughs> ba- basically, LeVar was like, Okay, all of this that you're seeing right now with my sons, it's all been planned. I've planned this all out. This moment, all the steps it took to get there, even to the point of which partner he would choose to have babies with. I mean, to the point where it really sounded like he was looking for a woman to breed great basketball players with. And he was looking for- Oh, so he is African because (laughs) they be trying to to get me married. And like every time I come back home, Yvonne, don't you want to meet somebody new? No, I don't want to meet this. Who is in my house? Why is he, why does he have two goats and a cow? I don't know. Nope, I don't want to be. I'm not involved. I, please do not sell me off or ransom me off. Please. Mm-mm. You know, my Continue. dad, we my dad was actually really into the traditional side of Nigerian marriages and stuff like he really wanted like he would want a dowry and, you know, like a presentation, oh, yeah. a couple of yams or like a goat. Like, I feel like I would be worth a few goats, not for nothing. You, no, my, <laughs> and you like, and girl, you get all the you would get like the fat and goat. Like it would be the Christmas goat <laughs> right now. I'm my dad's only daughter and I got three older brothers. So when I get married, I'm going to have to do the whole traditional wedding thing. Let me tell you right now, the bride price game is serious. And I'm on HBO. It's not TV. It's HBO. You got to, you got to come with uh, like a whole slew of goats. Like you got to be the goat. Like you you own the farm that all the goats was raised in. Like, mad, like pounded yeah, mad. <laughs> no, real talk. We, we, Roz, I think you and I could go for some, 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 for some good yams and cows and, and some dowries. All you I know, know is when you have your traditional Nigerian wedding, I'm coming with a bag full of singles and I'm spraying you. I'm hey, coming with a bag out. full of money. Nigerians were the first to make it rain and the Yo, best we, to we make it rain. We started to make it rain. Like, y'all, like, come on, son. Like, we did that from jump. But let me tell you this funny story. So, like, my mom, my dad, so my mom is the oldest of seven. 
And I'm obviously, she's the oldest of seven and the only girl. And I'm the youngest of four only girl. When my dad came to like knock, which is like the ceremony you do to introduce yourself and then pay the dowry, my grandfather, just to keep custom, was like, listen, there's no amount of money. There's no price I could put on my daughter. I just want you to take a care of her. But for the sake of custom, just break me off a dollar. And so my dad paid a dollar for my mom because my grandfather was mm-hmm. like, she priceless. She's priceless. Yeah. Like, you, like there's no amount I'm putting on her. I just want you to make her happy all her days. And I was like, Aww. look at y'all. That's cute. That's, that's, that's cute. That's but what is a boy? Okay, what did he say? He okay. hit on his so, mom or something like that, right? Right. So basically, he was looking for a tall woman, number one. Pretty, tough, probably played. So his mom um, is a this tall woman. This is for Alonzo or this is for like his, this is what his dad's requirement was for himself? That's what his dad's requirement was for because he was looking ahead to breeding. And so he, so he <laughs> found his mom's name is Tina and they, they were on the same college campus. And basically, she played ball. She was tall. She was pretty. She was tough. He liked that. And he came up to her. And in the article, he, he told Ramona Shelbourne, this is what he said. He said, you and me, we're going to do something. And he, he, got, he got crystal, like kind of greenish blue eyes or something like that, or light eyes. He got light eyes. He said, you and me, we're going to do something. And we just like look her up and down. And he said, you just don't know it yet. And he told Ramona, he was like, I've used this line on other women. And, and the way it would go, I dropped the line. I let my eyes linger. I'd walk away. I wasn't looking for an answer. I was just planting a seed. And he said, you know what? You might not like me. You might have found me cocky or arrogant, but you will be thinking of me. And my question for you, Yvonne. Man, my question he, for you. He my is an African you. man for real. <laughs> for How many real. times, Ross, have you, have you gotten an African be like, Ross, you will be my wife. Nick, what's your name? What's your name? <laughs> Leave with that, sir. But my thing is, could, my question for you is, could LeVar Ball have bagged you with that with that game, with that line? He got he nice eyes. Nice. He's all big and everything. Cause he, no. Oh, because he got the Michael Ely eyes. I'm supposed to melt? Just because he got the Michael Ely's. Mind you, mind you, you're a college girl. You're a college young woman. You're not You're not Yvonne now. You're, you're young and vulnerable. You're on college. He's all tall and light eyes and talking to you so confident. 18 I mean, don't talk so confident. Hey, listen, listen. There's a, we, you know, the finished product is a lot more attractive than the beginning product, right? Because there are a lot of girls who are looking at, like, even the President Obama, like, yeah. But I'm sure when Michelle met him, he was just a skinny dude with big ears, so who and big dreams. But that didn't mean nothing, right? So, you know, I'm sure he, I'm sure Obama tried to take a lot of ki- uh, chicks out for ice cream, and they were like, boy, bye, with your striped shirt, <laughs> leave me alone. So and your dad jeans, <laughs> and your dad jeans, and your dad jeans. So, I don't know if. If Mr. Ball, if he rolled up on me with that foolish line, I probably like if you. First of all, I got studies to do. I don't know what you're talking about, and then you're gonna tell me that you use this line to other chicks. Well, then go be with them other chicks, because obviously it hasn't worked for you with them other chicks. Why do you think it's gonna work for me? Like, get out of here. But but he was a visionary, so I mean, a lot of things that he said did come to pass. So I can't knock him. I can't say for myself though that I would have been that chick to be like, mm-hmm, true. So I don't know. <laughs> would he would he have bagged you? 
Man, you know it don't take much for me to play. She's a simple girl. She's a basic. I play it. I play it. I play no. Like he got to show more, more eyes, girl. <laughs> the eyes would have. The eyes might have. Might have caught me off he guard. He got the cheek on the barge. He got the cheek. <laughs> listen, listen. On the wrong day or the right day after a long practice, you know I'm, yeah, I was at I'm basketball so practice. You play that rise. Do better. I'm a, I'm a Kanye West you right now. Do better. <laughs> No, I don't know. Um, but, I don't know. Okay, but okay, go ahead. But I do feel like his daddy. I think. I think. I think Mr. Ball is a like straight up African man because that's some African man stuff. Like, wait, wait, baby, what? I, no, no, no. I don't know who you're dating, but you haven't dated me, and until you date me, <laughs> you're you no, you nobody. And it's like, no, I'm somebody. No, 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 no. When you marry me, you become somebody. <laughs> if you don't kill yourself and get out of my life, so that is I so do. True. <laughs> that is Nigerian game. Let me tell you. But I mean, you. Have you heard? I mean, I mean, your dad as a Nigerian man. Like, I mean, how did he bag your mom? Like, how did he pull it off? Yo, he he came at mama. <laughs> so, so they met in college. They met on col- on a college campus, and you know, this is pre cell phones, this is pre internet, and all that jazz. So they were like pen pals. So they were like writing, and then one day he came on campus because he thought like, okay, I'm gonna go meet this chick. Like, you know, we we've been hanging out, we've been writing. Like, this is gonna be dope. And he got on campus looking for her, and her friend was like, "Oh, she she gone." And he was like, "What you mean she's she's gone?" <laughs> They're like, "Oh yeah, she went to London to study nursing. She out." And my dad was like, "She couldn't tell nobody." So he wrote her a letter like, "But my dude though, like I thought I thought we was in this." And she was like, "Yeah, I got work to do. So how can I help you again?" And so they just <laughs> became pen pals for like the next four years. And when she got on that plane back to Nigeria, he was like, "Listen here, woman, you're not leaving again. I'm about to marry you. The end." And that's how it happened. But I love that my mom was a G about it. She was like, "I ain't got to tell you about my whereabouts because I'm about my business." Right. So the you right. see about me when I get back if I'm still available or it is what it is. And I was like, "She cutthroat. She she, she was she set the standard like for yeah. sure. Plus I, she knows. I think the main thing too is your mom's Nigerian as well. You know, she knows how to deal with these Nigerian men. Like if you don't know how to deal with a Nigerian man, like you can get caught off guard, you know? Um, I think, I even think, and, and not even to make it such a, uh, my story is not quite as positive. My mom and dad, my mom is a, a, a white Jewish woman from Queens and her family from Eastern Europe and all that. And my dad, a Nigerian man straight out of Nigeria, came to America to uh, go to college. And I think that, First of all, they met in New York where such things happen. And like, even on my mom's side, you know, even on my mom's West Side Story story. I want to live in America. (laughs) (laughs) No, but for real though, it really was because on my mom's side, when my mom brought home, you're supposed to, as a nice Jewish girl, you're supposed to bring home a nice Jewish boy. She brings home this Nigerian guy a, pe- a small piece of the family, like one of the, on the real traditional side, you know, they they stopped talking to her. Um, yeah, they, they just weren't ready for it. Uh, I mean, most were pretty open-minded, but some weren't. And I think also my dad, I can just imagine my dad. My mom was a shy girl, you know, a little bit awkward. She didn't get a lot of attention. Like, like for instance, when I went to Nigeria to play for the Nigerian national team, um, I got fir- first-hand experience of the kind of game that's out there. And I don't think this is just Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like American You got to tell me these stories. You got to tell okay. me these stories, Roz. 
like American men, like, you know, they might be more coy or they don't want to play themselves or even at the strongest, the most aggressive American men I've met are in New York and they'd be like, yo, ma, what's good? Like, what's happening? Nigerian men confess love so quick. They'll just meet you yeah. and tell you, I love you. You're beautiful. I want to marry you. Let me let me shower, shower you in romance and love and riches. Whatever you want, I'm going to get it for you. I mean, like, it's and they'd be married, some of them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and you know, if you're not if you're not strong in the mind, like I have to admit, I fell in love twice before I wisened up the game out there. And my, I could just imagine my mom being like overtaken, like you know. So anyway, long story short, my parents ended up getting divorced later on. But uh, I think and early on, my dad probably you know hit her with them bars. <laughs> yo, I mean, them, and then bars is real. Them bars is it's heavy. It's, yo, Jay Z think he got bars. Me, the African man, we got we they got bars for years. Okay, um, but that is it's, it's crazy. You know who don't have bars though is that Chris Steve Harvey. Um, oh, Steve Harvey. He, he, oh God. Let's move into the newest section of our show, <laughs> damage control, because Steve Damn. Harvey. Damn age. He go Steve Harvey, his he did have bars. He he came at you straight Memphis Bleak. Um or 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 Meek Mills. I think that those were his bars. Like cause that letter was was on some very aggressive Tick, I'm a boss. Y'all be riding through my old hood. Yeah, I'm on his like that was what that was what his letter was. It was on some straight, yo, I'm a boss, and these are the rules. I call the shots. Um, and it didn't go over too well. Cause you could tell somebody was like harvesting anger over that email. And the minute they were like, they're, they're moving offices and like half the, I guess, I think they were in Chicago, whatever, but half the office wasn't going to go with him to LA. They were like, cool, 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 cool. We got something for you, Steve. Press release. <laughs> and they just released, <laughs> they released that joint to the press. And it was so sad. Because, I mean, on one note, I can totally kind of weed through the like divisive language a little bit and get to the heart of it which is dude was probably being bombarded every day with requests and it was just kind of weighing on him and one day he got fed up like ah enough is enough like I can't even take a break I can't Yo, even you can, you can see Steve Harvey typing up that email pounding the keyboard <laughs> Yo, <laughs> with the mad caps he had the mad caps <laughs> yeah, twi- that was definitely Twitter fingers right there. That was <laughs> he was like <laughs> coming for you guys. But you know what I'm saying? So like I, I think at the core of it is what he wanted to say was this is this is it. But you know, my friend, I have a, a, a friend who's an executive coach, her name is Chelsea Hayes, and she actually wrote a letter like how Steve Harvey could have been more effective if he used different language. And what's crazy is the Hollywood Reporter actually picked it up. So Google it, Chelsea Hayes, Hollywood Reporter, um, executive coach, what Steve Harvey could have done differently. Um, and it, in it, it was just like, you could, you get to say everything that he said, but in such a way that it builds and not breaks down. Um, but it was just kind of like, ah, dang, I'm sure if he had to do like a reset or a redo button, like... Ugh, what could he have done differently? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever had that moment where you've kind of either been shamed into doing something differently? Like, mm, 
Like, <clears> what, do you, what do you mean? Like, how have, have you been shamed? What do you mean? Like, have you been shamed into something recently? Is this something you need to get off your chest? No, I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know, I, I know who I am. Like, this is, like, this I is, am. Yvonne, Yvonne, ball girl magic is a safe space. You can, you can share here. I'm not here to judge you. You don't know my life, right? Okay. But no, like, okay, so like, okay, I'm a frugal African. I'm going to say this right now. I'm, I'm not that chick that just started getting checks and I'm balling out of control nah i'm the chick that you got to you got to introduce me to some new things and i still got to think about it like hold on do i really need that so i pulled up so you know i i paid off sally may with uh season one that was a big deal for me i always i always said if i ever made some amount of money i'm paying off my student loans so i was able to do that and then you know so i wasn't really thinking about like material things i'm thinking about how do i get out of debt build my credit score (laughs) all, all that just get ready for marriage for whenever that comes but recently i rolled up to set and you know, I drive. I'm you can just, one. Can you just hear me in the background giggling? Because you don't know my, That was me that snorted, by the way. Vulgar match fans. I snort when I laugh. Don't, I don't care if you judge me. I know. Again, I know myself. I snort so when I, I snort when I sleep. So I TMI. So TMI. I, too much. Too much. Too much. Okay. Because who told you? Because you can't hear yourself. Who told you this, Ross? Uh-huh. Allegedly. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta leave it alone. So I rolled up to set. Safe space, Yvonne. This is a safe space. I'm trying to tell you what happened, Roz. Damn. All right, damn. Go ahead. <laughs> I got I got a 2011 Honda Civic. And you know what? It's been good to me. I got I, got, I call her Apple Bottom because she um she red. So she uh, Louboutin. I call her Louboutin or Red Bottom because she red. Um <laughs> and, and she got a big booty, so sometimes I call her Apple Bottom because her trunk is kind of big. Anyway, the point is She's been good to me. I've had her since 2013. And, you know, when, when I was broke, listen, the payments was, even at 170, then payments was like, dang, every month I got to come up with 170. So I was real happy when I paid her off. So I was like, yo, the first, I'm going to pay off student loans and I'm going to pay off, uh, you know, Red Bottom. So, she be, like I said, she's been good to me. I don't even notice, like, that I'm rolling up the set with the, with the 2001, 2001, I'm sorry, not 2011, 2001 Honda Civic. It's still got a tape deck. So I roll up and dude was just like I'm he will he will go unnamed. Uh but he's he's not even a cast member. He's just he's another dude in production. He was like, yo, we gotta get a new car. I was like, what? <laughs> you don't he was like, like, you gotta do better, man. He's like, you gotta do better, mom. I'm like, you I, you don't know my life. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know my struggles. He was like, I just He's like, yo, Yvonne, before season three, come come through with a better car. And I was like, okay. <laughs> they they can't like be a Like a car. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's like, I'm the kind of chick that got to be reminded, like, girl, you can afford nice things now. You know, like, because I'm, I'm such a frugal African. Like, I got to be reminded, like, you know, you can have nice things. You could do better. And I'm like, I can. I really can. So I'm car hunting now. Um, so what kind of car y'all think I should drive? Uh, I feel like any car is a step up uh, above the 2001 Honda Civic, but don't get it twisted. That Honda Civic is is love. It's, all, it's got me. It's got me through. A lot of these cars right now look good for a smaller price. Like I was surprised. I was in someone's Hyundai the other day, and you, uh, you just told me to go to a Hyundai from a Honda. Girl, you don't love me. You don't want me to have license. Ross is probably pulling up in an E class, and she's talking about some Hyundai. If you don't get out of my life, see, Ross don't want me to have nice things. I'm gonna take it to our listeners. 
Listeners, <laughs> hashtag <laughs> ball girl magic. I was in an Uber. It was a Honda. I'm going to tell you, it felt like a big body, something like an S class. And it was nice on the inside. I'm telling you, like, they really doing nice things out here. <laughs> okay, so so what, what kind of car are you pushing? You probably you know pushing an Audi or, no. or, mm-hmm, or I, BM. I, 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 I have a cute car for me within my means. I have a used hardtop convertible Lexus. Um, okay, so she's in, she's in a foreign car. She's talking about some Honda <laughs> for me. Listen, like, okay, listen, but I do, but I I do know I have my eyes on my next car. I want. I think I want a Range Rover on my next car. Used though, I would never buy full price on a new car. It's not smart. But I do have well, a I do have well, a story you know, of my just own. Put me on, someone just put me on to leasing. Cause you know that's yeah. like the rich people's way. They were like, you, cause yeah. you know Africans. All we do is we go to a, we know somebody who's a dealer, and right. we go we, we use their dealer tag, and <laughs> we go to the auctions, right? Like the, all my cars have been Volvos from a car auction, yes, right? Pay cash. <laughs> Hashtag Nigerians and Volvos. I say um, immigrant living, and then when it wasn't a Volvo, <laughs> then like the Honda was the first car I bought, and that was like me just rolling up to a dealership, uh, like yo, what you got? So I, you know, I got to be eased into nice things. Um, so, Yo, you know, I got, I got my own car story. Actually, yours inspired oh. me. I have a story. <laughs> Is this, first of all, my story, I feel like if you don't know me, you might judge me off this story. So is this a safe space or not? Is it a safe you space? You safe space when you wanted me to share my tea, but now suddenly it's not a safe space. You know what, Ross? You're not loyal. These co-hosts ain't loyal. I'm Trump. I'm Trump. Um, okay, 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 okay. So I had um, not my first car. I actually come from very humble beginnings on cars. The first car I ever purchased actually was a Ford uh, Ford Mercury Mystique that I, I bought off a professor for eight hundred dollars. So that was nice. my first car. But I don't even know story, what a Mystique is. I'm like a Ford Mercury Mystique. Aren't they two different companies? That's okay. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> so, it might be. I'm like, I'm like and Mercury, did they merge? <laughs> Something is not adding up. No, but it, it was a mystique for sure. And there's a mystique about my mystique. There's some mystique about my mystique. But anyway, so my second car, this is my upgrade. And I remember I was in love with this car, let me tell you. I got a used, I think it was like an, and I bought it on purpose old also cause I was broke, I bought it old, but I bought it on purpose old cause there is a lot of character to Jeep, uh, to Jeep Wranglers when they're older, not the new kind, the older kind. So I okay. had an old one and I called her Riri after Rihanna. That's where I was in my, at that point in my Bad life. Girl, Riri. That's where all, I had an all black Jeep Wrangler with the cloth top. It was old, it was wild. I was just a few years out of school, you know, or a couple, maybe maybe midway out of school, middle 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 part of my 20s. I was, feel, we uh, we found love in a broken place or whatever, uh, was, was the hot song at the time. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> We found love in a hopeless place. That was the song. And, that, and then I named the car Riri, and that's where I felt that I was. So I remember I, um, I had the car, it was at the, it's on its last legs. I had it for a few years now. It's on its last legs. I got the Golden State Warriors job as their sideline reporter. And everything was upgraded. Before that, I was doing college games. You know, I was doing the NBA D League, but suddenly in NBA stage, like everything changes. And so the car was so just honest. It had a lot of character, but like things like <laughs> things like yeah, you were you were trying to sell this. And, uh, the seat it's, belt, it's okay. Listen, the seat belt 
if I put it, when I was driving to work and I had a nice work shirt on or a nice work dress, what I was finding, the seatbelt was so rugged, it would ruin the cloth material where it touched on my dress. So I would go on air and notice that there were markings on my shirt where the seatbelt was. So I would drive to work. I'd have to put either a couple of paper towels between the, the seatbelt and my shirt, or even I had a towel in the car just to drive with it. Um, when I started the car, it was so bad. It got to the point where it would take a few. You had to pray in the spirit. You was in there. It was in his spirit. It was. I was praying. It was like. It was like. Your car sounded like a tech nine. Your car sounded like a tech nine. Boy, it was embarrassing. And here's the thing: like when we would go on road trips for the Warriors, we all parked at the same parking lot in the at the private airport and it was a very intimate airport uh parking lot so i'd be there with all the bentleys and the benzes and it's funny because i was insecure and i and i, needed, and I felt embarrassed and so message insecure <laughs> season two july 23rd continue y'all, y'all better be there message and anyway so I come, I come off, I remember I would come off the planes and I would dread having to start my car. It wasn't the drive in because all I had to do was stop it and get out. It was the drive out. I would dread having to start my car in front of all the guys. Mind you, it's my first year in the league. I'm embarrassed. They probably don't care. They know I'm broke. But anyway, I was embarrassed. So sometimes I would get off the plane. Off, we had the team plane, the private jet. I would, this is so embarrassing. I'm embarrassed that I even cared this much. I, Roz right now would never do this. But I would go to the bathroom and just kind of spend time in there until the guys cleared out with their cars. And then I was like, you're not going to shame me. You're not going to shame me. See, see that's, I, love, I love you for being honest because that's real. Because here's the thing. It's not even like you were trying to upgrade. Like, it's just like it is what it is. But it's the peep, it's your environment because as you, and I just want, I want our listeners like, it's like we're sharing this because it's like we both have had humble beginnings like we we were not balling before we got to ball girl magic so if if you have your humble beginning story please hashtag ball girl magic hashtag humble beginnings we want to know like everybody because you know the car situation too is the thing that set like sets the tone it's kind of like I, I I'm with you on the parking because I, I you know with my 2011 I'm like wait 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 what what do you mean fifteen dollars for valet parking not for this not for Apple Bottom no 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 I'm gonna just park her at a meter for two dollars like we're not doing fifteen dollars valet for her like she's she not even watched like, I'm gonna just walk a block I'm gonna just don't worry about it. I'm gonna just walk two blocks to get there I'll meet y'all there but it's funny because I'm just kind of like you're not gonna shame me because you don't know what I'm working with but I mean sometimes just the environment that we're in you you can't help it you just like it like lets you know when it's like okay we got to we got to expand but you have to also be careful with that because you don't want to expand beyond your means so it's right. just like or yo. constantly be you know trying to keep up and, and 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 end up in the rat race you know i saved a couple of dollars with that with that older car but um needless to say the next year i I did upgrade to a, a better car, but yeah, and that's trying to get me in a Hyundai. Talking about something that feels like an S class, <laughs> not loyal, not loyal. But Yo, yeah, this was fun. I, I appreciate catching up with you, Ma. I feel like I mean it hasn't been long since our last our last joint, but I I always love getting together with you. You're I, this this was hysterical for me. This, <laughs> this walk down memory lane, Ma. 
I know. I've missed you, girl. I really have missed you. I know you've been so busy with the show. Uh, another plug. Make sure you're there for Insecure Season 2. Season two. <laughs> I'm like, yo, let's just see how many times you can plug Insecure Season 2 all the way through Ball Girl Magic until July 23rd. Um, but we got to wrap up. We thank you guys so much for listening, man, and just riding with us. Episode 7. Yo, what are we going to do for our episode 10? I feel like we got to like do milestones. We're going to figure it out. We're going to do something fun. Maybe do a giveaway for episode 10 or something. What you giving away? Who got money? Who got things? I don't know. Listen, we <laughs> LeBron. I'm sure we can figure something out. Hey, hey, Uncle LeBron, what's good? We'll, 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 we'll tap in with uninterrupted. See what they got for us and for and you. And I got, I got, I got to like shed a tear for my Wizards. They just lost. Uh man, we the last time we were this good, we were still called the Bullets. So I, I appreciate the run. Um, y'all, y'all did us proud. The whole DMB crew, anybody from DC, Maryland, Virginia, thank y'all so much for rolling with the Wizards. And you know, we'll see y'all next year. All right, Isaiah Thomas and his Celtics move on to take on the Cavs. Hey, turn up. All right, till next time, y'all. Deuces. Bye. Put fit first with Third Love. Third Love uses real women's measurements to create bras that fit better. Available in sizes AA through G, as well as their exclusive half cup sizes. Try one of Third Love's 24-7 bras free for 30 days. I mean, if it's not your new favorite, then exchange it or return it for free. Go to thirdlove.com slash ball now and try Third Love free for 30 days. That's thirdlove.com slash ball.